This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You found another Two Fat Lattes podcast. Compliments of Joy 94.9. Latte. Hello, people. Parte. Yes. You know, Frank, I always knew there was something wrong about you. What do you mean? Now I know what it is. What? You're Arnold's love child. <laughs> it's Frank Schwarzenegger. How did you find out? And Benny Schwarzenegger. Maybe we're twins. Possibly. Separated at birth. <laughs> Sounds like he's been around, the old army. Oh, he just, he'll lie on anyone. (laughs) He'll plank on anyone. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's that famous movie. You know the one with the kids where he was with all the kids in the garden? Twins? In the kindergarten? Kindergarten cop. Kindergarten cop. In there he says, who's your daddy? Apparently he is. (laughs) It seems like some people can't keep it in their pants. I have behaved badly sometimes. Arnold Schwarzenegger has revealed he's got a love child. He is an extraordinary father. He's even been called the Sperminator. People can't stop talking about it. Except for the two fat lattes. (laughs) The mother of Arnold Schwarzenegger's love child has been identified, Mildred Boehner. So now, we're bringing back an old 70s TV show with a twist. Arnold and Mildred. So the next time someone asks one of Arnold's children, Who is your daddy and what does he do? They can say, he's a slut. The two fat lattes, faithful to each other. Not like that. Join 94.9. It's my baby. Poor old Arnie. But he's he's laid on top of a couple of other people too. Apparently. Now, you know, it's a bit like um, the golfer dude, oh, Tiger Woods. You know, wow. they, all, they all come out of the woodwork. Well, no, his name's Cougar. So, yes, yeah, so Arnold's Arnold's laid on a few another couple of other people. Yeah, we see, it sounds like you're up with it, Benny, because I haven't been following this. No, it sounds like he's up with it. <laughs> He's up to it. (laughs) But um, wouldn't it be – look, my thought, what do you do – like if you're out out shopping and then you end up under Arnold Schwarzenegger, like wouldn't that ring alarm bells? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Is that a rhetorical question? (laughs) Is it you just putting it out there? Well, I know why they kept it quiet for such a long time. They were embarrassed. (laughs) I don't – do you find him yummy? Arnie? No, it doesn't particularly thrill me. No, I nearly lost my bag of chips I had earlier. Can we get a bucket, please? Bucket. (laughs) Yes, I I think a bucket's in order. Um, But have you... They had a photo, because some television stations have shown... They've shown the kid in question, and some just blur him out. Oh, you know, and he's apparently the kid... One of his kids from the marriage that he's now broken up with... Maria Shriver. Shriver, ...has changed... His name on Twitter. Yes, he changed his name to Shriver. Yes, because he was yeah. so disgusted. So obviously he kept it hidden that, from everybody. That, that chick, that his wife Maria, uh-huh. she didn't have any inkling. Well, it's a bit odd, isn't it? Because the woman was in the same house as them. She was the hired help. Yeah. Well, maybe she kept her mouth shut. See, that's what that's what intrigues me about this story. How it's is kept how, hidden for so long. You know, like one day, like so, you're vacuuming the carpet. <laughs> Right, you're doing something, and then Arnold walks up to you with a boner, and you lie down and like let him lie on top of you. Well, maybe they had something going before that. I doubt it. Oh, you mean they actually kissed? Well, I don't know. Oh, I couldn't have. Didn't it ha- all happen before he? Well, it happened ten years Maria? ago. It happened ten years ago. Lucky I wasn't next to him. 
<laughs> well, at least I wouldn't have had a love child. <laughs> You'd be interested to know, Benny, because, yes. you know, you've been getting into a bit of massage lately, oh, I know. Oh, a little bit, yeah. Because you, you're enjoying that. I'm loving, I love healing. You do love I putting love your the, hands? I love laying, putting my hands. Healing on, hands. With a little bit of oil in between, me and the other Always person. helps. It does. And I'm using a lot of... Uh, I'm doing the pressure points. Pressure points. Doing the old shiatsu thumb action. Oh. Yeah. You're touching people's chakras. Uh, yes, I do. I move lymph around it. You move lymph I'm around their chakra. I'm moving energy and lymphatic fluids. Wow. You get into a bit of Reiki? Don't rake, no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but um, I did, I, I actually, someone came out for a massage um, recently and they loved it. Because oh. I'm doing the old – because, you know, when I was in Bali, I did the, the course. Yes. And they said love – you know, they, they were a bit dr- sleepy afterwards. Oh, that's always a yeah, good sign. Yeah, it's a good sign that they fall asleep. Yes. So, obviously, he felt Nothing comfortable. Nothing untoward, you know. I'm professional. It's professional. Mm. Well, I thought you'd be interested because um, there's a private yoga classes for gay men. Did you oh, know? Oh, what? That really? Are, they're about to launch in Melbourne. Private yoga classes? Yeah, I thought, well, private. One-on-one? On one? Well, it sounds like it's one-on-one. Wow. So, it's in a private studio mm. and they're exclusive, exclusively for gay men. Really? During the week. So, and there are underwear yoga classes, general classes, beginners courses. Underwear? And individual private classes. So, you um, can choose. Underwear? Yeah, just your undies. Okay. Are you getting a bit turned on? No, I, I'm... <laughs> No, because now that you said underwear, I was just trying to visualize. I was trying to. Well, you don't want complete nudity with those poses. Why not? Think of. There's nothing more beautiful than the human form. Think of the down dog in the nude. The down dog. (laughs) 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 Yes, but what? Um, what about when you say good morning to the sun? Yes, that's um, <laughs> that's an interesting position. It is an interesting position. There are lots of interesting positions. And I thought an undie is quite nice. It, there's no happy ending. Oh, I don't think so. I don't think they're happy. I think this is all very it's happy. All, it's happy all the time. I think it's happy all the time. Not just at the end. So I just wonder why uh, is it just individual why do game, tuition? Why do we need that kind of service? Uh, like individualised. Yes. Yeah, well, maybe they just want to learn. See, this... Properly. Yes, but why... Yeah, um, there's something not quite... I've, I'm not... Um, you need to explain that to me a bit more. Well, I have to read the, the article a bit <laughs> more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking... I thought because it was completely nude. Hence, you have to hence apply. the reason for its, um, you know, individual tuition. <sighs> yeah. But now that they've said that you're in your undie... Then it's not so bad. Oh, undies okay. I <laughs> thought it was like one of those parties that people organise, you know, when they but it's by invitation. Oh, like so you get an SMS that says porno party, come now. Yeah, Here's one address. of those ones. And you don't know who it is. Yeah. Oh, that underground. Well, I don't get them, but yes, I know <laughs> I know what you mean. I've heard I do hear that that happens with normal people in the gay community. Yes. Well doesn't happen to fat lattes. No, I can't say that I've ever had one of those. I've been invited to a tea party. (laughs) (laughs) Did it turn into a tea bagging party? (laughs) The two fat lattes. Keeping up to date with all the latest trends. You can plank it. (laughs) What is it with the planking? I don't get it. I think young ones plank. Some other dude from the footy show plank. Sam Newman. I knew he was a planker. 
I once saw him in a restaurant and I'm sure he was going to go out for a plank. <laughs> Frank and Benny having an old-fashioned plank every Friday night. Planking for ages. <laughs> Joy 94.9. Go with the lattes. But what's going on? The world's you know, gone crazy. Planking's over. Is it? It's just over, Benny. But, but it's we a ta- craze that's gone for two weeks. But we were talking about that old guy from the footy show. <laughs> and he, like, during the week he was lying on top of some building. Did you yeah, see that? That's what I was talking about he's last a week. Di- he's a dickhead. That's why people have moved on. And now? And now it's teapotting. Someone that here involved in at Joy was teapotting on Facebook. <laughs> was the, the lovely Lonnie sent a, put up a photo of himself in his office doing a teapot. And I went, oh, thank God. I thought you said teabagging. <laughs> Apparently there's a Facebook page which has um, 2,000 fans, which we should join. Because we love a bit of teapotting. No, you you guys in the library would be teapotting, wouldn't you? No, I've never heard of it until tonight. I can imagine you and all your lady friends in the library are going to be going, let's do a teapot. More like a tea party. Or let's take our cardigans off. <laughs> Come on, ladies. <laughs> Just undo your top button. <laughs> let's teapot. For, let's go for it. Oh, you do a great one, Myrtle. <laughs> oh, look at you go. Love, look at your spout. <laughs> no, legs together, Myrtle. Apparently, teapotting lets people stay on their feet <laughs> as they raise one arm to mimic a spout. It, we, sa- it sounds we, like... Yes, <laughs> I'm a little teapot short and stout. Uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, teapotting is non-hazardous, Benny, oh. so you can't die from it. I don't want to do a teapot. I want to be a bowling ball. <laughs> so how do you do that? I'm a little bowling ball, short and dumb. Stick in your finger, stick in your thumb. Right, okay. <laughs> like I could hold you like a bowling... I could pretend to be bowling with you. Why would I have to be the ball? That's the Why fun- is that my role? that's the fun bit, being the ball. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Well, you get to stick your fingers in. <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful Adele. Oh, Frank. What it was, was for our Lezo what? friends and me. <laughs> Frank and the Lezos loved that one. <laughs> play, can we? I you, love Adele. Will you make a promise to just play upbeat from now I on? I will, just for you, Benny. No. It's Friday night, Frank. I know. but people, I, There's people out there trying to enjoy it. Oh, okay. No, it's okay. I've it was, taken your point. It was a lovely song. <laughs> Thanks for the condescending it remark. Was, it was really sweet. Thank you. <laughs> when I was in Bali, we got in the we got in the taxi, and the guy said, "Um, you know, where do you want to go? Because you have to, you know, had to put the meter on." And I, we were in Seminyak, and I said, "Oh, we want to go to Potato Head." <laughs> There's this groovy bar on the beach called Potato Head, and everyone's got to go to Potato Head. Everyone's going to Potato Head, right? So you just think everyone gets in a taxi and goes, "I want to go to Potato Head." Right? Sure. So the guy goes. Is it in Jimbaran Bay? And I said, no, 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 it's in here. It's in Seminyak. It's on the beach. It's new. It's near the W Hotel. And he's looking at me like going, no, I don't know. And we're starting to drive a little bit, very slowly. And I said, oh, how can I explain? And then I tried to explain the street. And I said, it's on Pettinget Road, whatever. And he went, ah, oh, putato. <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's what I said, Potato. <laughs> You just said it with the wrong accent. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is that when people come to Australia and they say, I want to go to Ligon Street, you go, oh, Ligon Street. 
Yeah, you know, or, you know, whatever. Mm. But, you know, if there's people that can't speak English, you know, you often, we anticipate and we go, oh, you mean... Do you mean this? Yes. Do you mean but that? every time I go somewhere and I say, and, you know, I might be pronouncing it wrong, they might be hearing it wrong, but no one ever uses that kind of, um, they don't anticipate. No, and, you know, I had this very problem in America. They yeah. didn't understand my accent. I know. You know, you'd say, can I have water? And they'd go, what? Yeah. Huh? What? Why is that? How come we always understand what other people are saying, mm. but no one gets what we're saying? I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I need to speak to the universe. Really? Will it answer you? <laughs> it often does, Frank. Now, I was watching telly the other night, and there was apparently a Chinese bride. She was doing the whole white dress outfit oh, thingy. not red? No, no. They often love a bit of red. But she was throwing herself out of an apartment window. Be- oh, was she? She was. <laughs> she wasn't planking. She wasn't planking. Not teapotting. <laughs> no, no, none she of the two. She was dim-simming. <laughs> what, what was she doing? Dim-simming. <laughs> oh, that, that's no, a you know new what it, one, isn't it? That is a new one. No, what had happened was that her... We could do that in a spa. You could dim-sim in a spa. <laughs> we could do wonton. <laughs> like in a spa. Show us your wonton. <laughs> Not right now. Um, she apparently got jilted Not at the yet. altar. Did she? By her husband-to-be. Did they do it at the altar? Well, apparently this couple were. Oh. So, And she was, you know, do the whole white number, but yeah. she was throwing herself out of a four-storey apartment block. Oh, only four storeys. And there was a guy above her. He grabbed, Jumping out as well? No, oh. no, no. He was trying to stop her. Oh. You know, it was very... It was. The whole histrionics were going on. Yes. And he'd had her by the throat. Wrapped the veil around. <laughs> no, he had his arm around her throat just holding her because she was literally vertical out the window. I th- Maybe because she was wearing polyester. <laughs> he was going, stop! <laughs> it is the homo helpline, Benny. Welcome to the surgery. Are you primed I for... I smell antiseptic. Detol. Oh, it's beautiful. Or are you into oh, the eucalyptus? Clears, it's, a, it's a little ammo. No. <laughs> It's a it it's clears, an animal hit. It clears the passages. <laughs> and um we're ready for our first um one of our first patients in in the in the um Is it severe? Uh let me have a look. It's uh, no, it's actually Jules. <laughs> Jules says boom, I, boom. Jules says Do we need that? Yes, kitsits. Um Jules says I love your show. <laughs> Does he uh, say it like that? He does say it like that. He says, um, please help me with my homo dilemma. I have been going to a great physio for a few months and um, he has been a great physio. However, I swear that he has been flirting with me, but I have poor gay dar. Well, obviously not because he's realised. He likes, he thinks he's not gay. Oh, right. You know, I think Jules thinks he's got bad gay dar, but I think that, the reason is that he thinks everyone is gay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Or that everyone wants to get into his pants. All right, continue. Whilst on the table being treated a few months ago, he asked me the following questions. When did you know that you were gay? How is that relevant to his injury? I need to ask, I need to ask Jules, <laughs> was he wearing undies? <laughs> oh, well, I, he know, might, I want to know where the injury is. Because Jules might have got on the table without undies and like spread his legs wide open. <laughs> And so then the physio – see, if he, we set up that kind of tapestry. If I'm working on a tapestry, and I tell you, this guy walks into a physio, he lies on the table, he's got his legs in the air. He's, that question wouldn't make sense. Yes, and the physio is going to say, when did you know that you were gay? <laughs> 
So it's not a strange question. No, it's not. Do you know what I mean? No. So we need we need to know the context. Yes. We? The other thing is he could have walked in there like Patsy Stone with his hair in a beehive, a bottle of gin in one hand, <laughs> or a bottle of beluga in the you know like and a and a jar of beluga and like laid on the table and thought he was like you know absolutely fabulous. <laughs> You know, ranting and raving. Mm-hmm. We don't. He's not giving us that side of the story, right? Like he wants us to assume that he was normal. Okay, and we know he's not. <laughs> so let's not make judgments, shall we? <laughs> so <laughs> then the physio said, um, "Did you like the movie Black Swan?" Right. So now he's trying to establish has he got good taste. <laughs> the next question is: Are you seeing anyone at the moment? All of these questions are very relevant to injury. Oh, that's true. They, are, they do ask you those when you fill in the form. Well, maybe he couldn't stretch properly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I do. maybe the physio needed to know: Did this hamstring collapse on its own? Oh, because he may have been or, part of a ballet troupe. Yes. Or do you work at Arnold Schwarzenegger's house? <laughs> do you know that that kind of look? Um, and then the last question is: What are you doing on Valentine's Day? <laughs> oh, poor Jules. That's a very mixed message. <laughs> very mixed. <laughs> And he says, more recently, um, the physio asked him, have you ever slept with a straight guy? Oh, this physio's gagging for it. (laughs) Isn't he? He's gagging. I have plenty of straight male friends and none of them would ever ask me the above questions. The physio is very hot. However, I feel weird about asking him out on a date. Well, just because, look, if it sounds, you know, if it sounds like a duck, if it quacks like a duck, it often is a duck. But sometimes you, I wouldn't say just because you think it's a duck, I wouldn't go making duck a l'orange. Back off a bit. <laughs> who's who's to back off? Jules. Jules. Oh, okay. You're suggesting that not, not to take. Well, he's got his, he reckons he's got bad gaydar, but he's got his antenna out. He has got his antenna out because he's obviously sensed all of these he's, things. He's had a probe and now he wants to ask the physio out on a date. Yes. But this is often... Doesn't that breach some client, you know, um, doctor yeah. relationship? Look, the beige are a strange breed. And sometimes what happens with the, with the beige male is the beige male likes to... It's like having a... Ro- they love to baste. They love to get the, the roast all juicy and they baste and baste and baste. And then... When <laughs> That's all dry. Yes. And then when you cut it open, it's dry, dry as a nasty. And, like, you know, no, no, no good can come of it, Jules. You shouldn't go thinking that you can ask it on a date. So what's your recommendation? Don't go there. Don't go there anymore. Just oh, don't say, just not go there you, anymore. I would, I would do I am shocked. What if he's great with his hands? You go. <laughs> but just don't cross the line. What you need to do is you need to like, you need to trap it. You need to get into a bit of tracking, a bit of like, you know, like old Western, you know, like when they trapped the otter. No. What are you talking about? You know, like you need to trap it and skin it. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about right well, now. Well, no, because, okay, um, let me just finish the letter. Oh, is that? I thought that was it. No. What should I do? He is a great physio, but I don't want to ruin the professional. Rel- we'll see. Oh well. One on one hand, he wants to ask him out on a date, and then the next minute, he's all professional. But the thing is, if he's going to ask him on a date, he, does, he can't go and see him anymore because it gets a bit weird, doesn't it? Uh, Especially if it doesn't go well. <laughs> you can't mess around with. If he's a good physio, you can't do. Why would you invite? Why would you go on a date? Well, surely there are thousands of other people just as cute, just as hot, 
that you can, you know, do stuff with. I'm why? sure there are. Maybe he's got a thing for him. Because. Tell me why he's got a thing for him. Because it's like. Because. Unattainable. Yeah. That's it. Out of reach. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's a taboo. Taboo. It's slightly oh. taboo. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yes, it's a bit risky. So don't go taboo with Mr. Magoo. <laughs> you know that it's just I, I think you're playing with danger, fire there. You're gonna fire. get you're gonna get your fingers burnt. Okay, Latte Benny says no. I say don't go. <laughs> I just saw saw this uh Auto-correcting iPhones that, yes. are, that are quite rude. I hate my auto-correction. Oh, it gives, it gives me, the, me the... Yes. Yes. We're in a grants here, it, I think. It really does. Well, I've got a, a copy of a, a little SMS. How does, how does the iPhone know I want to spell Tante Awaguri? <laughs> it doesn't. Have you ever tried... What's, have you ever oh, tried, it tells you it's something else. Have you? I try and... I type massage and it writes Massachusetts. <laughs> Well, it's, it's very America-centric. So, I go, would you like to come over for a Massachusetts? <laughs> well, how about this one? TGIF, longest week ever, with yeah. lots of R's. Yeah. And the reply is, woohoo, I know, I'm ready to get circumcised. What do you think circumcised was supposed to be? Now, I think circumcised was the fact that, uh, what how was it again? Crazy. That? He'd written crazy. He but he, lo- write, he put, he put a lot of A's. And a lot of A's. A lot of A's, right. And it became and it wrote circum- circumcised. Yes. I do not have a dick. <laughs> Is the next quote. Be very careful writing auntie. Aunt. Oh. <laughs> I dread to think. Yes. I, I once wrote, I once wrote, I've gone to visit my aunt and um, it auto-corrected. <laughs> Let me just read this one out. This is from Andrew. Why are boys so quick to make inappropriate comments? Oh, dear. He's, this one sounds serious. <laughs> is that about us? <laughs> No, I don't know. He says, this week I posted on my Facebook about wanting to go to the film festival, to a film festival, and there was silence. Nobody commented, Frank. That was Andrew's Facebook page. (laughs) He says, oh, well, he says, my feet must... Uh, my feed must have got lost in cyberspace. Oh dear, that's terrible when no one comments. Yeah. It just lets you down. He then it? posted a note about <laughs> his new leather jacket. Oh, what happened? And he said, and all the comments came rolling in, various interpretations of my state of dress and my new leather garments. Now he says, where can one find some homos that are interested in more than just their next conquest? whether he is dressed in leather or not. And he signed it, Frustrated Homo. Oh. Oh, darling. He should just get more broader f- a base of friends on Facebook so that you get comments from all sorts of different people. See, Andrew and I come from... There's In the world, there are Andrews. Yes. And then there are Bennies. Oh, right, okay. And we're... We could. He's the North Pole. I'm the South Pole. Oh, okay. You couldn't polar get, opposites. Yes, yeah, because he puts on a leather jacket and everyone wants to root him. <laughs> I put on a leather jacket and I look like a beanbag. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, no one gives a shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? He puts on. He puts on something. Everyone gets a hard on. <laughs> but In, he's saying just before that that. And, when he talked about the film festival, no one commented. See, yes. See, I say I want to. I want to read a book, and everyone wants to come and read a book with me. That, oh, that's the time. You get the opposite. I do. I get the opposite. Right. I say I'm knitting, and everyone wants to come and knit. <laughs> do you remember? I'm cooking a casserole. Everyone wants to eat a casserole. You know, 
<laughs> oh dear. But if I say I'm horny, everyone runs. <laughs> Do you, get, do you hear what I'm saying? I do. He and I, we should actually get together. You should combine your friends so that you get comments all the time. We could be wonder twin powers because he and I are totally the opposite. Wow. That doesn't help him. It doesn't help. <laughs> Frank, it doesn't. Nor does it help you. Yeah, it doesn't help me. Thank you very much. Yes, but we're not doing Yeah, you. we're not doing me. <laughs> um, there's nothing worse than the good looking guy that tries to be cultural. Cultural. Do you know that look? Yes. It's like no, good, maybe. It's like good-looking guys that try and be comedians. Right. That doesn't. They're, they're just not funny. Do you know what I mean? Do you laugh? If tell me one really good-looking guy, really hot, can, that's funny. Well, it's never about the 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 way they look. It's about the comedy usually. Yes, but where does that comedy come from? From self-deprecation. Yeah, and if you're good-looking, you can't – well, it's, you can it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It is a bit of a challenge. No one wants to see a good-looking guy self-caprecating. Caprecating. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what I mean? But it's kind of funny. Yeah. It's where the humour is. Is there, is there a really good-looking comedian? Oh, I'm sure there are tons. It's like, you know, like for me, like chefs need to be ugly. But no. there's some hot chefs. Who? Um, um, Neil Perry. There are a couple. Oh. There are a couple. <laughs> <laughs> they ne- and chefs need chefs don't need ponytails. Neil Perry. <laughs> um, so uh, this does not help our frustrated homo. It doesn't. Any really. of this does really. Um, I think I think he just needs to get a you know a wider array of friends like we do on our Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> It's a prediction nobody wants to hear. The world will end on May 21st. The end of the world as we know it. The doomsdayers believe the end of the world is tomorrow. Be prepared. And that all the naughty boys and girls will stay down here while all the good people go up there. Duck and cover. So what are the two fat lattes going to wear for the big day? My leisure outfit. It's all grey mal. I'm looking like Maggie Tabra in grey mal. <laughs> the two fat lattes. They couldn't care less if they get raptured or not. I'm going to bed. Fat Cat's got his pyjamas on. <laughs> Joy Naughty 4.9. It's the end of the world. Oh. Did you know it's the end of the it world is tomorrow? The, it is the end of the world tomorrow. Wow. And I, you know what? These things come around so quickly. And you know what? Hooray. Because now I can have a rest. <laughs> I'm over the industry. I'm over everything. What industry are we talking No about? more cooking dinners. It's... Oh, you're happy as ending. Oh, I'm happy. No more beige. <laughs> It's full on glitter. You can just relax. It's just going to be gl- glittery universe. Do they give us a time? Is there a time? Can, what time do we expect to have our sleep? Oh. Then, oh they could have booked. I, I want to book it in. Well, yeah, I'd like a time. So at least I know, you know, when it's going to happen. Yeah, because I have to mop tomorrow morning. <laughs> Should I? Bu- <laughs> I was going to mop the whole house. <laughs> Frank, we've got some messages here. Steve rang in. Um, he said that he drives a truck and that he heard about Joy and the two fat lattes for the first time um, when he was driving on um, on a shift before he left. What did that say? Before he left the radio. And, oh, so, and then since then he's left the radio tuned to oh, Joy. He, went on, he got into a truck for his shift and someone had the radio tuned into Joy. Oh, okay. Is that and, that, and he must have heard the two fat lattes and he says he just loves the show. Well, we so love there Steve. there you go, Steve's straight and a truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> and he's probably sitting there with like 
blue stubbies on and steel cap boots. Look at you in a singlet. Sweating on his sheepskin rug. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, can you imagine? Oh, absolutely. He's probably stopped at a service station to pick up some fresh Winnie Blues. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my clothes just fell off. <laughs> Look at my crumping. <laughs> no, that's not a plank. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Stephen. That was hilarious. You made me pole dance. <laughs> Thinking of you in your, in your cab. Oh, in his cab? In his, you know, what do you call it? His twin cab? <laughs> What what are they called? Where drugs? Yeah, but what? Where does the driver cabin? S- a cockpit. <laughs> and that was another two fat lattes podcast. Catch them again seven till nine Friday nights on Joy ninety four point nine, Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station. This podcast proudly brought to you by Big Mouth Media, voiceovers and audio production. Producer Paul speaking. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.